What is going on, everybody? It is your observant Lyman Uche Waneri, and welcome to the Lyman Life Podcast. Now, got a very special guest here with me today. This guy was a graduate out of Naaman Forest High School, as well as myself, my former high school teammate, played four years, Texas A&M, first team all Big 12 in 2016, as well as myself, and played for the Indianapolis Colts, a, a captain on the Indianapolis Colts team in the secondary at safety, my boy, Melvin Bullet. Melvin, what is going on, brother? How you been? What's up, man? Good to catch up with you for sure. Yeah, man. So, you know, and, and you know, I, I told, you know, some of my audience about this uh, when, you know, I put the post up that I was going to have you on. A lot of people don't know that we were teammates in high school. Yes. Both went to Naming Forest High yep. School. We actually have a long-lasting history. A long relationship. <laughs> Bro, you was the first one. I just remember when you went on your first trip to Purdue, and you was like, bro, you got to go to Purdue. You got to go to Purdue. Because, <laughs> I mean, we knew who was going to be getting offers. Yeah, yeah, And yeah. everything. So you was always keep me in the loop. I remember Kentucky coming to see you. I was like, dang, I got to get like Uche, man. <laughs> you getting these offers, man. Shoot, yeah, man. Yeah, that was crazy. You know, and the first time, my first recruit recruiting letter was from Texas a Yep. And like I was diehard Texas A&M. Part yep. of that was because I knew your pops. Were my dad was there, and my dad yeah. worked you out in the summers. Yeah, yeah. And we would be, we would be at your crib playing Madden, dude. I yep. never forget when the PS2 came out, and we literally would be playing Madden for hours. Uh huh. Just rivalries back and forth, yep. and we had that connection, man. It was like family, and for sure. You know, we played at Naaman Forest High School, which is in, you know, a high school in the suburbs of, yep. of Dallas County. Yep. And uh, we played on, you know, the worst team, the worst team. in the district. In, you know what? We, we, we were the start to get it turned around. Oh, yeah. Oh, yeah. Because oh, after, yeah. you know, after we left, because kids started coming. We started getting kids signed to college. Mm-hmm, mm-hmm. After we left, man, they, they went like on a four-year district champ champ run some crazy i like know that. it i know yeah. it. I we just we just missed it. out on it we just missed out because yeah. we were we were new we were a young school yeah so yeah. so cool, well we, we the school naming was like 15 years old when when i graduated yeah it was like 15 years old and you know what what's even crazier is we had more cats on the team that should have been in the league but of course you know they made the wrong choices yeah, that's, yeah but yeah. i'm sure that's it like a lot of places you know yeah but, yeah, it, that's it, that's it, the same. I think that's same, yeah, that's the same, same everywhere. Yeah, I know cats story. who were who were savages. And, and I mean, I don't understand like Patrick, Billy Patrick, Mitchell. Yeah, Billy these Mitchell. boys monsters and just can't get right. My brother just yeah. can't get oh, right. Oh man, your brother! I I was. Oh just, my gosh, dude! I was certain that he was going top blue chip D one wherever he wanted, just and he can't. picked Baylor, which. At that time, good. yeah, and yeah. then he got messed up doing some dumb, doing being some dumb, dumb stuff, man. You know, it's, and, and he ended up going to what? What was it? Uh, he, he went. No, he went to. He probably had the longest college career ever. He went to <laughs> West Texas A and M, then to Tyler yeah, West college, Texas A and M, yeah, then Tarleton State. He's he's had the most scholarship offers of anybody I know. <laughs> so, but hey, you know, it is what it you is. know, it is what it is, man, and and yeah. You know, we played on it on a. We played in a district. Now, for perspective, 
this district that we played in had probably the most blue chips in one district in the state. I mean, we had guys, Marco Martin, yeah. you know, like. Uh, there was one year, I think it was the year that you graduated. It was 2002 yeah. where um, Texas had the number one recruiting class mm-hmm. and they had the the most four stars and five stars from our district. Yeah, from so our district. Our district right what? Our district had like what, nine schools in it? Yeah, I believe it was seven or eight schools. That just tells you how competitive it was just it in was the Garland area. It was super competitive in Garland. And what, yeah. two state championship teams in our district in three years? Garland yeah. and Mesquite? Yeah, so it was that was that was pretty big deal, man. And and still with seven schools in the same it, district. Exactly, with just with so, seven schools and and. But yeah, and that was cool. You know, so fast forward past all of this, and mm-hmm. Melvin goes to A and M. I go to Purdue. Then yeah. we also had Jacob Lacey. Jacob Lacey, yeah. who was a quarterback after yeah. us, right after us. And see, I got to play with you and Lacey. Yeah, you got to play uh, your lap my last year with me. Yep. And then Man. you got to play, and y'all got to play together. Uh, in my last year. Exactly. He was a sophomore, yeah. Exactly. And he was That's a quarterback. Just, yeah, that much talent inside one school. Yeah, yeah. Yeah. And so. so, you know, and I tell people this story all the time because I feel like it's really an achievement that you don't really see in the NFL. You might see it a little bit more in the NBA, yeah. but in the NFL – you know, unless they're like, unless it's like a family member, like, you know, like, like the, the Bosa's or, yeah. or, or, uh, the, the, what's his name? Watts. From, uh, yeah. Watts. And, and even what's his name from the, the outside linebacker, uh, Clay Matthews, the Matthews. Oh yeah. The Matthews. Yeah. They you got a long, mean? long family tree. Yeah. Unless you're like born into football greatness, you know, yeah. you generally don't have people, a lot of people who played together from their high school years also make it all the way up into the NFL, you know, and actually yeah. have careers. You know what I mean? Like, mm-hmm. so I get drafted 2007. Melvin, mm-hmm. you came out 2000, what? You came out 2007 or- We was the out, same year. We yeah, came out the same year. And I was you, undrafted. You were undrafted, got signed yeah. by the Colts. And yeah. I remember when you got signed by the Colts, I was like, okay, Melvin, Melvin's with the Colts. Yeah. Next thing I knew, you was starting. I'm like, yeah. Melvin's balling. I was like, I'm yes. out there playing. Said, you know what's, yes. what's crazy, bro? Is um my rookie year. Um, I, I had a. I mean, of course, everybody's depressed when they don't get drafted and all mm-hmm. that stuff, or they don't get drafted as high as they want to. But um, my rookie year, dude, I I will never forget. I almost did not make the first trip to the first preseason game. Hey, me too. (laughs) So so here's what happened. So I ain't got no car. Of course, I'm broke. I ain't got a dime. People don't realize when you when you undrafted and you sign with in the NFL, you starving. You have no money, nothing. You are worse than you was when you was on scholarship in college. So uh, I'm I'm riding with a with a cat to to the game, um, to to the because you know you got to ride to get on the plane. Yeah, and um. He's slow. He's super slow. And he's like, oh, we got to go get some chicken for the vets. I'm like, bro, nah, we got to hurry up and go. <laughs> so we're we're new. We're new to Indianapolis. And we make a wrong turn. And we get caught in traffic. And we miss the plane to the preseason game. And the wow. preseason game is in Dallas against the Cowboys, my hometown. Yeah. I just ca- I called my dad. I was like, hey, man, I'm probably getting cut. I messed up. I was just in tears. I didn't know what to think. But, you know, hey. I was. I was thankful, bro, because I had Tony Dungy, and he yeah. was like, he, he was like, you know, that's why we got preseason because you yeah. guys are young, y'all make mistakes, 
but don't let it happen again. Yeah. Boom. That was yeah. it. Hey. I was like, and you know, this, and that's, 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 a, that's great. That's a great story that every young, like rookie really can relate to. Cause I had the same situation, dude. I am. Wow. The, I was the only offensive lineman drafted in my, or well, I was one of two offensive linemen in my, in my draft class. But the other one was a seventh round pick, like damn near the very last pick. He's free agent. Basically, he's a free he agent. Free he agent. just slid in to yeah. get, the, get him in that official 255, right? Yeah. Dude, so the vets, everybody in the o, on the O-line are vets. And when they tell me about this whole going to buy them food before the away game, and our first preseason game, my rookie year, is against Miami in Miami. So, you know. Yeah. I had just got a suit tailored. Oh, yeah, I was like, clean. dude, let's yeah. go. We're going to Miami. <laughs> and and of course, I have no I think I know how long it takes to get to the airport from uh, from where I live. Uh so I'm I'm assuming I got enough time, not knowing yeah. I forgot that I didn't know where any of these places I had to go to buy these food was. Yeah. And there was definitely traffic on yeah. Saturday afternoon in Jacksonville yep. of all places. So I literally pulled up to the airport. The only person who had not checked in yet, you know, cause you got your own little tarmac yeah. and everything. Yep. And I'm the only person who is like a player. Everyone else is gone. There's not even like TSA is about to leave. And I come, I come swinging in full speed, pulling into the hangar, Bro. jumping out, sweating. Suit all unbuttoned, soaked in sweat. I'm carrying bags of of Hooters in one arm and Jimmy Johnson, all this. Man. And the only person who was about to get on the plane who stops and turns around as I'm like going through TSA, Jack Del Rio. And he just stands there and just looks. And I'm like, and he looks and waits and waits. And he waited for me to get up to the stairs, to the top of the stairs. And he didn't say a word to me. He just had a look in his face like, yep, they got you. I was like, shit. <laughs> hey, I, I made it though, coach. I'm here. And I, I ain't uh, even getting nothing that they ordered. I, or I got all the wrong stuff. They were pissed. The vets were pissed. The no, vets that's, like- what's, that's what's crazy, man. They don't, but you know what? They don't care. They're oh, like, no. hey, look, this is this ain't nothing. You're going to go through a lot. And you know, as a rookie, if you can't handle that, you ain't gonna make it. Yeah, yeah, if they, yeah. If you can't handle that part of it, because they're gonna mess with, they're gonna do it to mess with you too. Like they're gonna do it just to mess with you. I was a rebel my rookie year because I would like, because they always called me like, and they always called me like, uh, 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 what? Pro Bowl Ooch. Like I've been in, I'm, I'm a rookie acting like I've been in the league for five, six years. Yeah, and I didn't really understand it because I'm like, I really just, this, this, this is how this, I am. I don't know. This is me. I'm just big ooch. So I would be doing, <laughs> yeah. <laughs> yeah. I'm just big ooch. Big ooch. That's so, funny. So I would be doing all kinds of like half-ass jobs on doing, you know, taking care of the of the little chores they give me. And I would like, I would like throw all the, the shoulder pads after practice in camp. I would put them on the undrafted O-lineman. Like, hey, man, I'll take these fucking pads. I'm not taking them. <laughs> wow. <laughs> and the vets would get mad because I would just be circumventing everything they was trying to do. Until they got until they got me that rookie dinner though they got me in the rookie dinner man how much did you get hit for a rookie dinner uh rookie dinner fifteen thousand oh god no thank goodness they I I, I was only hit for five thousand they hit they but hit me they bought fifteen thousand ridiculous look dude they bought Tony Pashos and I hope Tony's watching 
<laughs> but Tony Pashos, this big Greek right tackle, I mean, this dude is about as unfiltered as they come. He said, he was saying all season, don't worry, Ooch. That rookie dinner, you're going to see what's up then. We go to Capitol Man. Grill. He orders two bottles of this wine called Petrus. Yeah. And these were the last two bottles that Capitol Grill had. I went back to that Capitol Grill six years later. They still hadn't gotten any new bottles of this Petrus. Those bottles were $3,500 each. That rookie and dinner is ridiculous, bro. It was it, it was traumatizing. I was yeah. hoping, I was hoping when I gave this lady at the end of the night, when I gave her my debit card and was like, yeah, go ahead and run it. <laughs> Cause the other I was the only, I was the only lineman left at that point. I was the only rookie. Yeah. I'm like, I'm like saying it, yeah, go ahead, you know, swipe so, my card, hoping that Wells or it was Wachovia at the time, but yeah. Hoping that well that Wells Fargo would not allow that that transaction to go through for fifteen thousand dollars, and those bastards let it go through. They let it go through. <laughs> what about the? Think about the rookies that barely make it. You know what I'm uh, saying? That they get cut three weeks later. That's what. That'd be oh, the worst, man. dude. I'd be feeling for. I'd be feeling for cats who come in as free agents, really have talent. Like yeah, the, the, there was a running back that we had. Uh, he went to Oklahoma State. His last name was Totesman, I think. Totesman. Totesman. Okay, something like he that. could ball right. Oh, dude. This guy got one game on the active roster, the last game of the season against Tennessee in 2012. I, I didn't play that game because I had a concussion. Yeah. This dude had, like, against Tennessee in Tennessee, he had, like, he averaged, like, seven yards a carry. He was, yeah. like, six foot one, like a, a, a nice, you know, yeah, good Eddie, field. Jo yeah. Eddie George kind of running back. Yeah. And this dude, he had like a hundred and something yards, averaged like seven carries in the in the course of the game. And I'm like, this dude has been on our practice squad the entire season. And then wow. they cut him after that game. That's what's crazy about the league, man. It's a numbers game. And, it's, and if it's crazy. What, what sucks is like, for instance, you got you had the concussion, right? Yeah, somebody, yeah. somebody had to get cut from another position to bring in a lineman just in case something happens you know, in the yeah, game. Yeah. And that's yeah, yeah. the league. And, and that's why, I mean, honestly, I, I was excited when the XFL was coming out because I was like, it's so much talent that's in the league. Huge. Let's talk about the, that. The yeah. XFL needs to, I was really disappointed when Vince McMahon, and it when showed it, shut it, it down. His heart wasn't in it, bro. His heart his wasn't heart, in it. He was doing heart. it, I think, as a business, a business move to try and gain attention. And, yeah. you know, they did, I, I mean, I think they put a, the, the people who were involved with like Andrew Luck's dad. Oh, yeah. They, 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 they set the, right the league up right. He did it for right. Success. They did. For success. He had the right and they people. were seeing success. But mm -hmm. Vince McMahon wanted that success, I think, to happen immediately to cover whatever, he, whatever expenses he had. And if it didn't, which, you know, we all know that, yeah, it started off with great ratings. The, rec the ratings went down some, but it was still but it was still a good product. It was a great product. It had quality production. It had great uniforms. It had great names. I, the one thing that I disagree with is a couple areas where they put the teams. I feel like they should have never put a team yeah. in L.A. They should never I put think a team they in, New put York. One in New York. Yeah, they shouldn't have had an L.A. They, or a New York team. You could have. They should have had a, a San Antonio team. A San Antonio, you know, something like uh, that. Even uh, uh, maybe a, maybe a, a, an Alabama team. Oh yeah, because people you know? want to see football in that time period. Yeah, and, and filling filling a few cities that aren't that don't have NFL teams and give them a them. team. 
because give them something to embrace. St. Exactly. Louis, you saw that with St. Louis. They embrace yeah. it. They, they had 40,000 at the yeah. stadium. Yeah, yeah. And I you think, gotta think uh, the DC, DC Defenders, yep. those guys had a yeah. they were they they actually had the most exciting first few games. Well, and and the, the thing is, man, is is Vince McMahon, what I hate about it is you had a high quality product and you see that you had good players because players were getting signed from the XFL. All this exactly. does is creates better competition. It makes the NFL it was a better. Feeder. It was a feeder yes. system to the NFL. And yeah. and it's a great thing because, look, it went bankrupt, but you had The Rock and yeah. his ex-wife, who were their business partners, Danny Garcia. The Rock and his ex-wife were uh, joined up with, I think, what is it, Redwood Capital, something like that. And, they're and, gone. They, they're and they, they purchased it. So they're going to start back the, up in 2021. They're going to start back up next spring? Yeah, they're going to start back up in 2021. They're gonna have, yeah. I think they're, they're, they're looking to do a bubble. You know when I would do it, I would get that bad boy started in about three or four months. Because I mean, there's, there's not gonna be college football. Yeah, you gotta, yeah. but you that's don't want to rush thing, it though. Yeah. You know what I mean? You don't I think it. well, they have the infrastructure still. I think that's the yeah. thing that, that's crucial is that I think somebody like uh you know Andrew Luck's dad, I forget what his name is, but Oliver Luck. Oliver Luck, that's right. Oliver Luck, you know, can you know he's they that he he's set genius, the framework dude. up. He set he's the framework genius. up. Yeah, he did. They've and got he, you know. Vince McMahon could have furloughed the league. He could have been like, hey, COVID hit. We're going to shut it down for now. We're starting back up when the time is right. Exactly. But we're not We're not just, hey, and people would have to understand, like, okay, when we come back, you have a job here if you want to take it. If not, mm-hmm. but, I mean, he just literally. He just dumped it. Yeah, he dumped but it. But that's man. good because, look, I think. I hope know, The Rock blow it I up. I think The Rock is going to take it to a, a whole new level. Again, Under Armour uniforms. And you know, a decade from now, I, I could picture the XFL being like. No, I could picture it, it being more than a minor league. I could picture yeah, it yeah. being it, a, it's gonna, it'll a be its own league that can that actually works with players who go back yeah. and forth from the NFL to XFL. It, it and, will and, be, yeah, it will be its own, thing. and I, it won't be a feeder. In my opinion, it'll be a true professional spring league. It, that yeah, of course. Yeah, it'll be professional. Now, will it you ever know compete with the NFL? Really? No, and, no, no. It, will, it will never compete with There's the no NFL way. because NFL you can still, you know, it's 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 a good product. But you can still see if you play in the NFL, you can still yeah. see where it's not the NFL. It's not the league. It's, it's not, not the, the same speed. It's not the same precision. I you mean, know what would be good... cool? What? So you know, in Texas, they have the mega high school stadiums, bro. If some, if like the the Dallas team, instead of playing at the um, the the Texas Ranger Stadium, if they mm-hmm. would have played at Allen Stadium, which holds twenty thousand, oh, and you pack it out. You know yeah. how loud the fans get when that's, it's packed. That's a that's a college up? game. That's a college game. It's a small college game, but it has a bigger feel because it's yeah. sold out. There's nothing it's like the word out. sold out. And with marketing, you have a you have an entire yeah. like environment you can create with that. Like standing room only. Yeah, yeah. But I you mean, only it's... got twenty. You got twenty two thousand. Look, the NBA has like they wait sixteen, seventeen thousand fans a game. Mm-hmm. Now they do eighty two games, but the XFL. From from the standpoint there, their main money should have tried to come from straight TV. Yeah. Straight TV yeah. and not as much fan base. And yeah. and players would have to understand, look, you're you're not gonna get rich off this. Yeah. If if you do this is a rich, career that you can make you can make good money to live yeah. a comfortable life if you play for a while. Yeah. Uh you're not, you know, unless you're a quarterback or a receiver or a cornerback or a defensive end. 
you're likely not going to be making anywhere. You're not going to go. You're not. You're not breaking a million a year. It's not going to no, happen. No, it's not going to happen. I, gonna I, happen. Honestly, if it was me, I wouldn't expect any more than like say uh, forty thousand in that springtime. But the thing that I would have tried to do is build my likeness through social media, yeah, through yeah, my look, through, through my excitement. Influencers, like exactly. I thought, bro. I thought they were onto something big when they allowed players to have, you know, visors that had the logos on the oh, visor. That was fresh, yeah. Like where you have that a completely clean. fresh, different look than what mm-hmm. you see in the NFL. The NFL is like if if we're looking at where this can go in the future, the NFL is like your dad's Mercedes, but yeah. the X. Bell is like okay, that's Audi. That's something yeah. that every people are looking at because they're doing things in a more modern, like technical, technological way. You know, they're yeah. coming at you with great marketing. They're creating a great theme. Mm-hmm. It's not as you know Cookie formal thing. formal as yeah. the NFL is. The NFL is formal, and but that's because the NFL's been around a hundred years. Yeah, you know, and they, the they have to be. They have to yeah. uphold that professional standard. Yeah. Yeah. The XFL. Absolutely. Dude, everybody's got to take the kickoff standard. Yeah. Oh yeah. my gosh, bro! That and kickoff is that's going to be an innovator. You got to You can run plays. You can uh, run I'm traps, confused. counters. The, the 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 taking away the extra point and making it a a a a conversion system like a oh, two man. three two three or four point or whatever it was. That was a one one two three. I can't remember if there was one two three or two three four, but dude, that to me was the biggest game changing rule rule. Yeah. I think that the NFL will adopt that in the next five years they got because to, but- that, that makes it a more offensive game. Yep. And that, that allows a team that's down way more points to come back way faster. Yeah. We're so, real quick. And you know what? It's harder to appreciate unless you play it at a higher level to appreciate like, yo, they can't just get a field goal. They going yeah. for three right now. Down they you know, it's, it's crazy. You can, you can create, scenarios that are far more entertaining and far more suspenseful yeah. with that kind of system an extra point yeah once in a blue moon and you know they moved it back to the 15 which made it harder and that does uh, that is a thing yeah. that it can you can lose the game on the extra point now oh, yeah. but making it keeping the offense on the field a the four point play team, yeah a four point play to win the game man you know like that's different. That's completely yeah. different. And that makes the game way more exciting, I think, to be honest. Yeah, oh, I, I agree fully. I fully agree. But yeah, now, I mean, that's I just hope it I hope it I hope it when it comes back, when it does, I hope it sticks and it's around for a while because there's a lot of guys that, that that need that opportunity. Oh yeah, oh yeah, for sure, man. I mean it's 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 time to have a second league. We all know that. Like there there needs to oh, be yeah. a second league. Every other league has a second league. Yep. The players can develop or that, that uh, leagues that stand kind of on their own in their smaller communities. You know, the, the football, the sport of football needs that. So but sure. let's talk about let's talk about college football for a second. Uh, obviously, huge news everywhere uh, mm-hmm. that Big Ten decided to cancel their season in the fall and are looking at prospects now is what I'm hearing to bring it back in the spring. Uh, and the Pac-12 has also done that. The MAC conference has done that. Uh, I think there was what a mid, uh, or there's one more other conference that did that. Uh, so you have like this massive fallout from college football kind of being canceled because now, but because yeah. even though those big conferences have dropped out for the 2020 season in the fall, 
you got, you know, the SEC, the ACC, the Big 12, Big 12. trying to create something to maybe an abbreviated season that, that they can run a tournament style kind of season maybe or something like so, that. So here's my here's my take. A couple things that can ha- well, one, it's unfortunate, man, because as a as a kid that, that was once a senior in college, mm-hmm. I'd be crushed and heartbroken. Crushed. You would, too. You know what I'm saying? Um, as an incoming freshman, if you coming in and you number four or five on the depth chart, you ain't tripping as much. Yeah, you know, yeah. you already like I'm redshirting anyway. So yeah, I'm red shirt, that ain't nothing. Yeah, yeah, it ain't nothing. But then you talk about the health issue with the proper testing. You're gonna be safer on the field than sending them home, man. Like yeah. you're gonna be because when you send them home, controlled environment at least. You exactly, know? it's a much more controlled environment. Because I mean, I now you, that's huge, and and yeah. it, that's huge in maintaining a traceable. Uh, a traceable environment to find out if somebody gets infected, where they got it from. But if if you just let them go home, well, they can go anywhere. They and go they, anywhere, man, and, and anywhere. be around anybody. And, and, you know, you got some guys that are just straight rebels in college. Yeah. That just... You got guys who ain't, you know, they're not going to wear a mask. They're not going to social distance. They're going to be out at the club doing whatever. Doing that, whatever. That's, that's going to happen. I mean, I feel like that's the worst idea possible. If it were, if, if I was a university chancellor and my campus is a shutdown, but we still need the funds from college football, the TV money. Okay, we're going to go virtual as far as the classroom. Our football teams are going to stay in their dorms, not in their apartments. You're going to stay in the going to be a camp setting, like a camp. It's going to be a camp setting throughout the season. That's hard. That's hard. That's That's hard. Do you want to play the game? Exactly, yeah. It comes down to, but, you know, again, yeah, like people who, who talk, when you talk about, you know, people who 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 were were against being locked down, you know, yeah, during this whole outbreak. Well, that's the same kind of kind of sentiment that somebody who's playing on a team as a college athlete. I would expect that after about three weeks, they're going to be like, uh, I want to go have a, a drink somewhere. I want to go exactly. Like, and you know what? Ooh. In the city, they're living their lives as normal. It's not so shut down like it was. Yeah, and, and it's crazy. Atlanta is bad right now, right? The COVID ratings. Yeah, in Atlanta, it's, I mean, I already had a good friend who just passed away from it, you know, a little over a month ago. Uh, yeah. It, you know, it's, it, it's, 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 a thing. it's a thing out here. It's yeah. People are, <laughs> that boy got COVID. It's a thing. Yeah. Yeah. It's, it's real. It's sad, no, man. No, it really is. You can't shut down, you know, there's, you have to open up at some point. We know it, that. Here's what I wish would have happened. Here's what I wish would have happened. And this is just a wish. And this is coming from a business owner. Yeah, a, yeah. Sh- a shut a shutdown is deadly to me. Oh, and that's yeah. what that's what happened. We we were shut down for two and a half months, and it, it hurt us financially really bad. Yeah, it hurts. I'm but here, yeah. If we would have did a full complete shutdown instead of that half thing where you can only go to the liquor store, you can only go to the grocery store. Mm-hmm. That's the hot spots. Yeah, that's where everybody's there because <laughs> they don't so, gotta go to work. Yeah, so that that's where we at. You know what I'm saying? So you we passing it along at the grocery store. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? So it, it, we kind of did like a, I mean, we kind of did like a, a little nonsense. You on time out, but you can but you can watch your iPad. You know, you really ain't in trouble then. You know yeah. what I mean? So it's it's yeah, it's one I, of those things, man. That's a conversation that can go on for hours. Yeah, absolutely, and, and I agree with you. I think I think we would have been better served just shutting completely down as like. Yeah. And, and, and doing that means you got to put a pause on everybody's like debt. Nobody's everybody required to pay anything. 
for That's the next three months, everybody's debt is moved to the back of whatever contract they're on. Yeah, and and you know I'm not a financial guru, but I feel like that would have helped. That I sure like would have helped. That, that, that would have been a, at least if everyone knowing that the entire system is is on pause for three months, and it doesn't matter whether you're a bank, it doesn't matter whether you're uh uh you know a business, a big a corporation or a small business owner, nothing is due and nothing is owed for three yeah. months. Stop the yeah. world. Stop it for three months. And then, yeah, man. And then restart after you've got a handle on it. Like, you know, but you know, we, um, during that time period, it was, it was pretty crazy for us. You know, my wife, she was pregnant with our third. Um, so I got a, I got a six week old right now. And it's, oh man, congratulations. Thank you. I appreciate it. it it's a little scary because you know, they don't really have strong immune systems, but mm -hmm. at the same time, you know, in my business, I'm around over a hundred kids a day. You yeah. know, I, I wear my mask. I, I do all the things I need to do, but the number one thing that I do is keep myself healthy. You know, yeah. I try to yeah. eat, eat as, as good as I can. I take my vitamins. I exercise. Yeah, um, vitamins are huge, man. That's something yeah. that I, I became a believer in that after Bro, it's serious. started. Taking I became a believer. Stuff, it's serious. Yeah. So, but yeah. So, but yeah, college football, I don't know. The next thing I think is going to come out of it, I think that the the teams that end up playing after this season's over, they're going to be like, hey, look, let's form these mega conferences. Yeah, this like, may be a transformation into an entirely new optic of how college football works. But yeah. You know, I think that one of the reasons why I think the biggest reason and I, and I don't think anybody was really talking about this. I think the biggest reason that these things that, uh, that, that the Big Ten shut down, biggest reason the Pac-12 shut down. I don't even think it's necessarily because of the virus. I think that it had more to do with the logistics of the yep. conferences being able yes. to financially burden or handle that burden. Not, because, yeah. not even the big schools, because the big schools. They're going to have a hard time uh, shouldering that, but they're going yeah. to be able to. But a Northwestern University is not going to be able to handle that. So mm -hmm. how do we, so they be, then become a threat to every other university? Because if you go play them, who knows what their safety, how how well their safety protocols are implemented? Who knows if they have enough safety uh, protocol and staffing and constant, you know, testing and no. all of those things? That's those. That's that's money. That's money, man. That's money. People don't realize that. And your campus isn't even open. So yeah. who's going to pay for that? The team's not going to have the revenue to be able to, 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 to shoulder that. And I think that ultimately, when you look at the Big Ten, you have, if I'm being real, playing from playing in the Big Ten, Michigan, Ohio State, Penn State are probably the only schools in the Big Ten. They can afford that have the kind of money to afford that okay <laughs> let me ask you what what about nebraska i don't think nebraska has it because yeah. nebraska is a nebraska is the program nebraska forward program right now is not the same it's, it's not the nebraska when we when, when big Ooch was going to nebraska yeah yeah you know what i mean <laughs> yeah. i'm over here like i think i might be going to nebraska it ain't that nebraska it ain't that yeah. and they've and they're 20 years not being that so nah, man it's crazy don't have that kind of money they had to join the big 10 yeah, join the Big Ten. I would have never in my life thought that the Nebraska Cornhuskers would be so bad in the Big Twelve that a realignment was needed to bring them into the Big Ten. I think they thought they were still and going they to be able to, they were going to be able to dominate in the Big yeah. Ten. Better Big nope. Ten. 
And they at the bottom of the Big Ten. At the bottom of the Big Ten. They thought they were still gonna be able to get Texas kids oh. and go up there. You how you gonna get Texas kids and you ain't you ain't playing in Texas no more? Yeah, you're not coming don't back even, to Texas. That don't even make sense. You're gonna so play not. in the mid you're gonna be playing in the Midwest all year. All year, cold, cold, going cold, dude. Oh, that's crazy. Yeah, they, they, I think that they, they didn't think that one out. They didn't think that one through. Neither did Maryland, because oh, they no. came. Maryland is just. Ugh. Well, just, hopefully they get some help with you know, um, Talia Tagovailoa. Oh yeah, oh yeah. I, I like him. I think he's a good player. I want to see him play though. I want to see him get in the game. You know, after seeing, you know, when you see somebody's brother, you're like, let me see what this. Let me see what he can do. Yeah, yeah. I yeah. want to see him ball. Yeah, the family line has that yep. has that pedigree in it. You know what I mean? Yeah, yeah I'd like yeah. to see him. But yeah. yeah, man. So now I mean from football, I'm just transitioned on to 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 dad and business life, man. It's crazy. It's a yeah, whole that, different man. world. I I've been keeping up with it and, and I've been, you know, obviously watching what you're putting up out on social media. Uh you have started, you know, a, a whole training facility yeah. out and out. Is now is it in is it in Garland or is it in Rowlett? It's in Rowlett. So it's called okay. the it's called the Bullet Experience. And people yeah. ask me like, what is that? I'm like, you're you're getting me. You're getting the Bullet Experience. You're getting my story while you're here. Like I was a kid, uh, kind of an underdog type, and just I, I worked hard. You know, I worked hard, hard. Like I worked yeah, super oh yeah, hard. Absolutely. Absolutely. Um, and my my saying is better every day. And no, that's not going to be true. You're not going to get better every day, but you got to strive to get better every day. Like it's some aspect of your life each day needs to get a little better. Like yeah. that's, that's the main thing. Like you have to get better every day. If you don't like, oh, you know, you in the league, if you're not improving, you out. You're they find somebody. Somebody's, somebody's gaining on you every moment. Somebody gain, And it, the, the key is better every day. And, and that's where the, the BE, bullet experience comes from. So, mm -hmm. you know, we, I have a multi-sport training facility. It's 22,000 square feet. I got two football fields. I got sand volleyball courts. I wanted to cater to all athletes, base, uh, batting cages. Um, you know, man, just, I got it all. I, I'm, you know, I'm still young in this year, three and a half, four. Unfortunately, I didn't learn anything in college besides football. So yeah. I'm in, co I'm in college now. Yeah. You know how yeah. that is though. Yeah. You know how you that learn, is. You relearning. Bro, I'm in, in, in business. Yeah. I, and, and while you in business. Yeah, while you're in business. That's how it was for me. I I, I figured out uh, with my businesses here in Atlanta, I figured out by year, by year three, I was able to identify all the stupid things that I did yeah. year one or two that I Man. actually thought were going to work that are just, you can't Terrible try ideas. wheel. You do what works, what's yeah. proven to work. You stick to those things and you and you try and you try to, you know, you, you try to put your own version of that out there. But you can't there's fundamental things that you just cannot avoid uh, yeah. when, you're, when you're trying to build something. And, and, and dude, I've watched you've been building and I've been seeing it grow and grow and grow. And now, you know, you're involved. It looks like you're involved in a lot of a lot of official events with that with that brand. Is that right? Yeah. So we have, um, you know, I have my I have an after school program. It's called the sports club where we teach kids different sports, get them active. Cause you know, in school, you don't really do PE anymore and you don't get recess. So when they come in, they do a workout then they learn a different sport. Um, they work on social skills. It's really good for them. I got uh, a seven on seven teams. Um, yeah. That's huge. Now that's, yeah. that's, that's another, that's, that's another recruiting route. Now 
Um, I have volleyball, select volleyball teams. That's big. Um, I mean, I, we got it all. We train professional athletes. We do everything, literally. That's dope, man. That's, so that's it, dope. It's, yeah, it's crazy, man, trying to juggle all that and, you know, still be a husband, a dad. You know, I got my own kids, three kids. Boy, I be tired, boy. Be tired. tired. It's like school days work, man. You're out there actually working with student oh, yeah. athletes. I'm in it. Like, I'm in it. And you hear people that's like, um, you know, as an owner, you know, you should just be managing. But for me, I'm in a labor business and a business yeah. of serv- a service. Yeah. So, business. like, yeah. I'm giving them me. Like, I'm teaching you the game. I don't care what sport it is. I know the game. I know what, as an athlete, you can adjust. Yeah. You know what I'm saying? Like, you, yeah. you, you don't have to play. Played yeah. and learned highest level you don't so, have to play basketball in the nba to be able to like look man you got to work on your defense exactly to understand the defensive mindset yeah yeah and balance and and exactly focus and yeah. explosion like those are all traits you got to have just as an athlete in general it's not it's not just boiled yeah. down to that one thing hold, uh, hold on one second Ush, hold on yeah. hey christian give finley a turn give finley a turn yeah See, man, I, I got to do stuff like that. I got I got my Little, day camp going yeah. on. Kids, they arguing over the go-karts. They got free time right now, so it worked out perfect. But, yeah, it's wild, man. It's it's a different no, life, dude, for sure. I'm proud of you, dude. That's, I appreciate that, it. That, that's, a, that's an achievement, and, and it's growing, you know, and you're, you're just going to keep building it. Oh, yeah, bigger yeah. And- Nonstop, yeah, man. Yeah. Just building, building, building. I want it bigger and bigger. My ultimate thing is I, the last thing that I want is a turf field with lights. Once I get that, it's over. Yeah. It's now the round. Hold the seven on seven. Oh. <laughs> oh, well, we already hold tournaments, but then once I get that, it's league stuff going non-stop. Yeah. Like yeah. I yeah. want kids flooding in here, just athletes, man. Just yeah. having all those I which we probably had over just in and then in the last three years, we've had over 40, 50 D1 athletes run oh, through here. That's impressive. That's yeah. impressive. And yeah. and you're only in your you're only in year four. Yeah, exactly. So that's what I'm saying. Like I I want to be one of those stories where they do the 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 E60 or what's it 30 for 30, <laughs> 30 where for they're 30. like, where are all these kids talking about bullet experience? Yeah, that's, yeah. But that's, that's, why that's, why not? Yeah. That's what I want to I want that to happen. So you and know. you got the and you have the mind state to 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 will it that way to to put in the work. You know how to put in the work, how to work a yeah. process, dude. That's and that's something that football gives you. Like it does, it really does. When you get to those higher levels, college football, and you know, obviously the most extreme part of uh, portion of that would be the NFL. You learn about how to actually like push yourself to do something, even when you don't want to do it. You push yourself to be efficient, and you put in work to to polish your craft. Like yeah, and and when you. Even after we're done playing, you kind of have that mindset. Everything you do is almost like a competition. You're trying to build something, and you're trying it's to find what works and yep. polish it, and polish it, and polish it, and polish it. And, and you never your done. aim is to be the best at it, even if you're not at that time. That's the aim. And you all, I mean, dude, we always felt like we could, given the opportunity, we'd make it happen. Yeah, you know, yeah. always. People so, don't realize that, like, when you have that mindset of like, I can do it. It's not an issue. It's just I just need to know how. Once I figure it out, it's over. Figure out what needs to be done, and you understand what the you know the concept and what I, and how it works and how you know it's worked in the past. Yeah. It's like learning a play. It's like learning a system. Like once you understand it, you don't need and you get through that period of learning. 
you begin to move faster with it. You begin to do it without thinking. And, and that's, and that's, you know, that applies across the board in life. And it's, it's, it's awesome to see you working uh, to, to, to continue to make things happen like uh, for yourself with that, with your business. It's, it's, I appreciate it's that. I commend you on that. That's big. That's yeah, big. So, but yeah. So I got that. now. like I said, man, I'm just waiting to see, I always keep my eye on the league in college football. So I'm curious to see what happens with that. But the one thing is, Right now, Texas high school football is still going. I, I don't know where most of your followers are from and listeners, but that's one thing that's just huge, man, is Texas high school football and oh, these coaches. I mean, that's, uh, that's, that, that's culturally, like, that's the culture. Like, yeah. Everybody knows Texas high school football is a completely different animal, you know, yeah. when comparing it to any other high school football in the country. Like, there's there's a difference. Like, we, we treat football – far differently than, than other places do. And yeah, that's why we put out the most and usually the best athletes a lot of the times. Yeah, it, it is. And it's, it's so big. The kids there. So what they're doing right now is they're, you know, doing their school workouts or whatever, but they're going to start up on September 8th. So <laughs> yeah, I'm hoping that football does not get delayed. <laughs> not getting delayed, man. They say they going full steam. So ahead. Hey, they're gonna do some they're gonna do some social distancing at the games and allow only certain people in, but they gonna play. That's what they're saying. So I hope that they get a chance to play. Um, you know, I, of course I want health and safety for everyone, but at the same time, it's like a double-edged sword. You want also for those to seniors to, to be able to, to live out their dream, have the opportunity. One of the things I mentioned in in one of my videos about about this whole thing was that uh what about these guys who were prospects going into the NFL who ca- who now can't get any film? There's oh, no, there's, they, they only have film. they only have a junior season of film that you know obviously scouts are expecting to see a, a progression of of that player's talent move upward in his senior year, and they're yeah. not going to get that chance. And how are they going to go to the? What's the combine going to be like now? You know how do you, you know you know the invites go out during the college football season. Yeah. So how do you, you know, a guy who hasn't had a season, you don't know what kind of shape he's in. You don't know what kind of, you know, health he's going to have. And he now eating anything. Nothing. And he's, yeah, and, and, you know, the, the NFL combine is obviously, you know, it may have That's to move, move to a different date, which the NFL probably, the NFL's not about that. They're not about to move what they're nah, doing. The combine going to stay on the same date. They're they, they just going to be like, look. We're just going to we'll, invite you. You go come. We'll, we'll, in, we'll invite 500 more players. Oh, yeah. Make you know a double combine. They, yeah, they, don't, they don't mind getting data on more people, you know. But oh, um, Hold up one second, Big Ooch. What's up, buddy? Yeah, he did. Guys, go back over there, all right? Guys, go back over there. With his kids in real time. Uh, yeah. In this, facility. That's, just say hi real quick. Wait. Hey, guys. What's going on, man? Theo. How you doing? Welcome. You're on the podcast. Big Theo, what's up, man? How you doing? All right, Theo, get over there. Get back to your work. Yeah, he's like, yeah, yeah, man. It's crazy, right? That's life for me right now. Yeah, that's that's dope, man. That's that's yeah. a great. You're, it's cool, man. They they, they come up to me first thing in the morning. They give me a hug, tell me they love me, everything. And you know, you really you have to set an example for them because they they truly look up to you like role models. Like, and you, I can never be in a bad mood up here because yeah, yeah. a lot a lot of them I don't know what they may be going through at home. This is their safe haven. Yeah, this yeah. is where they go. This is where they feel good. So at all times, no matter what I'm going through, 
I got to show them like, hey, everything's going to be fine. We're good. Let's have a good time today. Yeah, yeah, so, for sure. For sure. So yeah. kind of, you know, moving to the last few things we're going to talk about. And that I'm really we're going to keep it keep it in the NFL because, I mean, I want people to kind of know just how everything came full circle with us as from high being high school teammate to, you know, being in the NFL and in and, and that game that we played in Jacksonville. Mm-hmm. Like that to me was that that was that milestone moment. Like that's a moment that's probably one of the best moments of my career. After that game, I didn't even care that we that we won. I didn't care. I was yeah. like, "Where's Where's Mel and Where's Jacob?" Like, and we yeah. all met up at some part of. The, I think we were right right around midfield after the game was over, and just kind of took that in. Kind of took in that whole yeah. Look, we, you know, yeah. that, giving hugs. Like we made it, we made it to the NFL to we the league together. Our mm-hmm. high school sucked, but we were good. Yeah, underdogs. You know what? You know, like what's crazy we is um my first start was in Indianapolis. It was in 08, my second year. It was against Jacksonville. That was my yeah. first start, and um yeah. I had I had a great game, and it was just I got to talk to you on the field. You yeah. had to come block me. It was just, yeah. it was yeah. fun, man, because I'm like, yeah. this is crazy. Like, we in the league playing against each other, starting. Yeah. That's yeah. what, that's what Jacob, was unique. Jacob Lacey, he was starting at corner. You were starting at safety. Yeah. I was the right guard. And so, we are playing yeah. against each other, literally. Like. Liter- literally playing against each other. That That's very odd, you know. Um, yeah, yeah, yeah. But it, it's just one of those moments, man, that I, I cherish, um, your time in the NFL, there's no job like the NFL. Nothing People like don't it. understand that. There's nothing like the locker room. There's nothing like, you know, getting ready for the games. There's nothing like the, the the man, for me, I got to go to the Super Bowl. I was a captain in the Super Bowl. I'm, yeah. less, than, I'm less than 1%. Yeah, yeah, you know what I'm yeah. saying? So there's nothing like any of that. And it's just, hey, man, I, I, I'm speechless when, it, when I talk about it sometimes. And, and what kills me is when parents – with their kids that are young, they're like, I'm just frustrated. I'm concerned. I'm like, dude, your kid, your kid is playing sports. Chill. Yeah, yeah, it don't relax. matter how many snaps he played, how many plays he played, what sport it is. Relax, dude. You have yeah. no idea what real concern or pressure is in the game. Like yeah. no clue at all. This is, this is the time for him to enjoy and just grow enjoy and love for the game because you love the game. The game, like we love football. But once oh, you get past a certain level, football is hard. Football all is hard. The time. And this is what's crazy to me. Parents say this. The coach took the love of the game out of my daughter or my son. I'm like, shut up. Your daughter or son didn't want to play no more. Can't nobody take the love of the game out of you. Take the love of the game out of you. Only you, you you're the only one who can lose love for it, but nobody can take it from you. Nobody because, can take it from you. Because at the end of the day, like when you're out there on the field, you're doing it, you're representing yourself. You're representing, you're representing you. Next man to you, like everybody's in it together, yeah. and nobody who's not on the field, even even coaches who were former players, they understand that when you're yeah. on the field, it's different than anybody who's not in between them lines. Yeah, like, it is a kind of like pride, loyalty, in yourself, you know, love that you have for yourself and everybody who's out there because we done fought our asses off to be here. Yeah, and we belong here. So don't yeah. try and play with us like like we belong here. 
You know I, what I mean? Dude, that's the big and that's that's one thing that I'll say. I'm involved in a lot of you in youth sports now. That's the killer part in youth sports. The parents are the worst uh aspect of youth sports. They're yeah. terrible. They're 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 awful, man. They don't understand. And the majority of them have never played, so they don't know. Yeah, I don't know. But they're they're really they put they put bad thoughts into their kids' heads. They get so. and 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 it's and I think that's tragic because football, when football, when the culture of football is taught the right way, football is a character building, mentally strengthening, oh yeah, disciplining sport on a level yeah. that's not comparable to any other team sport. At all. And you know what's crazy? The kids, when they're in the sport by themselves and no parents around, they'll cheer on their teammates. Yeah. They'll they'll root for them. They'll be happy. Even if they're not even in the game, they'll be super happy just to be on the team involved. Mm-hmm. As soon as the parents are like, well, why aren't you playing? Why aren't you in the game? The kids are like, well, I mean, you know, you know when somebody better than you. You yeah. know this. Yeah, like, you know it. You know uh, it. But, and you know, obviously much on their kids to to try and try and create something that may just not be there. Your kid Everybody's might, not going to be Pat Mahomes. Just don't no. have the talent. Now if they yeah. like playing the game, that's great because the game will make them a better person if they if they yeah. take it serious and they and they and they love to to be around it, but but you know, when you try to force them to be something just because of arbitrary numbers like oh, he's 6 foot 4, he for that, if you don't like football, if he doesn't want to be a football player, there's nothing you can do to make them be a football player. It's just not going to happen. There's and that's nothing the you can do. That's the same for any sport. So yep. you know, and, and it's a good thing. And that's why I'm so. That's why I was so glad to to have you on, man. Is that it's a good thing to hear that perspective from somebody who's working with kids and seeing them when they're in their real self. You know what I mean? Yeah. Oh, and dude, in their real self. When they're in their element and they're playing, and it's oh, it's it's beautiful to see, man. But when, once those once those adults get around that that claim they know so much and put all this pressure on the kids, man, it's it's really tough. It's sad to see. It really no, is. I get it. I get it. But yeah, yeah hey, Melvin, man, I appreciate you so much, brother. Like I love you. Like and and you know, I, I talked to your dad on yes, Facebook man. yesterday. As soon oh, as we okay. got- we got done, you know, talking about setting up, setting up to have you on a couple of days ago. I, I hit up your dad because, I mean, it's, hey, you uh, gotta have you gotta have him on. Oops. I got to, have, and, yeah. I, and, I, and I hit him up, and it was you know it was just like when I was well, you know, we, at the house playing Madden. House playing mad. Your dad come walking in. Ooch, what the hell you doing? Yeah. Oh my god. Sorry, Madden. Ooch. <laughs> 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 that's crazy, dog. That's so crazy. Hey, Remember, but Ooch, have, did, did they not tell you you was going to be an offensive guard? <laughs> <laughs> you knew you was going to be a defensive oh, end. Oh, man. Hey I, hey, I knew I was going to be a DN. Hey, and they say they're going to get you up there, Ooch. You're going to red shirt. They're going to move you right to O-line. <laughs> like, man, I was like, man, shut up, man. I said, man, you a jive turkey. Hey, it worked out, bro. Perfect. Worked, Worked out. out perfect, man. I'm glad to hear that. Ooch, I love you too, bro. Hey, I appreciate you having me on, man. Thank you so much, man. And uh anytime, anytime you want to come back on, man, let me know. We'll we'll definitely set it up and get cool. you back. On. I'm gonna have to do one um and kind of show you my facility when we have yeah. like something. Oh, oh yeah. Ooch, I will actually be in Atlanta in April. April of next year? 
Uh, yeah, we have a volleyball tournament down there. Um, I'll be in Atlanta, so we're gonna have to link up. You, you in the city, right? Yeah, I mean, well, I'm outside the city, but it's like a 30 minute ride into the city. So, how, how far are you from downtown? 30 minutes, uh, like 30 35 minutes. Yeah, we'll be uh, man, you're gonna have to come see us, man, for sure. Okay, most deaf, man, most deaf. No, nah, right, everybody, this is Melvin Bullet, my former high school teammate. You know, now he's running the Bullet Experience out in Rowlett, Texas. Make sure you check it out. Any website for, for it? Anything like that? Yeah, man. Go to thebulletexperience.com. Your easiest way is to go to Facebook, the Bullet Experience. Everybody knows Facebook. Um, Instagram, the Bullet Experience. It's, it's all the Bullet Experience, man. So check it awesome. out. Awesome, man. Well, I appreciate you, brother. You have a good time. Get back to, he- to taking care of them kids, dude. I got to get over here, man. Appreciate it. Again, brother. All right, later. Later. All right, everybody, everybody, everybody. I appreciate you guys for being here on Lyman Life Podcast. Melvin Bullet, man, I love that guy. He's been family to me since I was young. Uh, obviously, you can see he's doing great things right now in Rowlett, Texas. Uh, but I appreciate everybody for coming in and checking out this stream. Make sure you smash that like button and subscribe to the Observant Lyman Uche area. If you're thinking about joining the offensive line, that's what I'm deeming. That's what I am. That's the moniker that my audience shall be referred to as the O-line. Uh, if you're thinking about joining the O-line, make sure you hit that join button down below. We got different perks, different different le- uh, uh, levels you can join at. And those are all levels that will receive different kinds of benefits and discounts within uh, my membership uh, program. So uh, once again, look forward to uh, the next show next week, Wednesday at 3 p.m., uh, got a very special guest, another former teammate, former Boilermaker, longtime center for the San Diego Chargers before they became the L.A. Chargers. And Nick Hardwick will be my guest next Wednesday. Uh, so stay tuned and check out uh, the channel and, and my Instagram to make sure you can uh, keep up with, with that because I think we're going to be doing it a little bit earlier because of the time difference out on the West Coast. Uh, but that's going to be a great show coming up next week. So I appreciate you guys for checking out this podcast, the Lyman Life Podcast. I'm Uche Wanneri, and I will see you guys on the next one. Peace.